0: Hey there, welcome back. I'm your host, Susanna Riker. I'm so excited you're here. So I'm recording this episode from my camper van. I'm traveling right now. I am somewhere in the Auvergne in the like south or center of France. It's raining a little bit. It's super beautiful here, the landscape. And I'm very slowly making my way up to Hamburg in Germany to organize my final move to Mallorca, where I just moved a few months ago. Um, Yeah, so it's a little road trip in my camper van, um, just me and my dog Luna. I met a friend on the road, which was a lot of fun. She's also traveling in her camper van. And that was the first time I had that. It's like my Ideal way of traveling. Um, I have my own van, like my, you know, like my, um, own space and, um, personal space to, you know, like to to be alone, <laughs> and somebody else traveling with their own van so and just meeting up, um, cooking together, going on hikes together, so it was fun, it was really amazing, I loved it. Um, but she wanted to stay a little bit further in the south, and yeah, so I have to make my way up north, and yeah, so I'm driving right now through an area of France where I've never been before. Which is so much fun, right? I'm just like stopping where I think, Oh, this looks interesting. Um, I'm also Googling <laughs> tips for the area that I want to drive through. So like, what can't I miss? And, um, then just like, like look for hikes in the all trails app. And yeah, just like this, I pinpoint, um, some things that I really want to see maybe and just like slowly really, um, driving like the country roads here, um, around and I love it. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's so much fun. I really missed it being on the road. Um, I mean, I love Mallorca. I love my new home there. I love having that routine. I think I talked about that before about my challenge to really be like work and be like, um, Grow my business while also traveling and then trying to find a balance for there of really enjoying my time on the road and moving my business forward. So the last weeks I haven't really moved anything forward, I feel. I've just done like the bare necessities. Like when I had meetings, obviously I did those and emails and things. But yeah, nothing really major happened. Um but at the same time. Um, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, where I want my business to go. Um, how I want to grow it. What really brings me joy? What, what I want to do more of? What less? What's maybe a new direction? And, you know, taking time for this, like this CEO thinking is so important for any business. I feel like I always have the best ideas when I'm um, walking when I'm walking at the beach or just like on a hike and then, you know, like just like being present and, and then somehow, you know, like suddenly you have that clarity that's so important, um, to get rid of all that noise surrounding us sometimes. And then of course, yes, yeah, sit with that and take that time to get clear on things. Um, what really brings you joy? Where do you want to be in a few years? Um, what can you do maybe next? Um, what does really feel good? Sit with it, come back to it. I found that so beneficial. So yeah, so that's been my last week. And today I want to talk about a little bit about uh, free content because that came up in a few calls with clients in the last week. So I thought, that would be actually an interesting topic for everybody and um, yeah let's talk about more let's talk about reasons why people love your free content but don't buy so stay tuned So there can be several reasons why people may love your free content. They may think it's the most amazing thing, but they don't end up buying your product or service. Um so free content is anything that you put out there. So for example, your Instagram post or Facebook post or YouTube videos or blog posts or a podcast like I'm doing, right? That's all free content. And what can happen is that a lot of people really tell you, "Oh my god, I love that freebie. I love that free content." Um and but you still, you don't really see your business growing, even though you put out con- free content and more content and you're more consumed, you keep churning it out. And actually the numbers are growing of people like consuming that content, but it's not necessarily converting into paying customers, which obviously you run a business, you need paying customers, right? So, Here are some possible explanations. Number one, your potential customers, your audience, they might not see the value. So even though they enjoy your free content, they may not see the same level of value in your paid offering. So of course, there could be a variety of reasons why that is, such as the price being too high. Not enough features or benefits being offered or they don't understand how what you're offering, your product or service can actually help them. Right. So um when you sell, for example, an online course, it's not enough to just like grab a bunch of videos, put them together and sell it. Um, so that might not be enough. If you have an online course, um, that's very similar to what other people put out there as free content or as a very low priced offer, people might not see the value in that. So very often it might actually be a question of your messaging. Maybe you just need to change the title or your intro copy or add a bonus or something, right? So that could be one of the reasons Why people don't buy from you. So they don't see the value. So look at how you can increase the value. Maybe it's offering more one-on-one support or touch points or some community elements when you have an online program. How can you really add more value and how can you communicate that value better? Another reason. Why people might love your free content but don't end up buying your product or service could be that they are not ready to buy. Some people may simply not be ready to make a purchase at the moment, even if they are interested in what you're offering. They may need more time to consider their options, save up money, or just wait for the right moment. Obviously, this is a bigger issue when you sell a more premium offer or something like a high-ticket program, like I do with a Blissful Biz incubator. I have a lot of people who apply and then... They say, this sounds amazing. This sounds like just like what I need, but I really, it's not in my budget right now or it's not the right time right now. And that's fine, right? If it's really not the right time for them, if it's really not in their budget, I wouldn't want to convince them, <laughs> you know, um, we are all grown-ups here. You know when it's not in your budget. And I want people who join my program to be able to, of course, afford it and still um pay their living expenses and all those things, right? So yeah, they might come back later to it. You know, they might buy later. They might buy a year from now. And that's fine. So sometimes they are just not ready. And that can happen with more premium programs. Um, another reason might be that they don't trust you. So trust is a critical factor in any buying decision, and even though they enjoyed your free content, they may not trust you enough to invest in your product or service. This could be due to a lack of social proof, or uh, you have a pure reputation, or a lack of credibility. Right. So uh, when you just started out, and then let's say you're brand new coach and you create a high ticket offer <laughs> and you say okay my coaching is like i don't know like really it's a premium offer people might not trust you right so you don't have the social proof to back that up and of course we all start there nobody starts with a bunch of like amazing testimonials and feedback especially for a new offer you don't have testimonials yet but um what you can do here is really Offer some free coaching to people you know, to friends and to family and colleagues um, in in exchange for a testimonial. Really do everything you can to get feedback. Of course, you can also use um, testimonial or feedback from people who worked with you in another capacity, right? So, you need some kind of social proof. It's totally essential if you want to sell something. When I started out, I offered free website review and people loved it. And they gave me like glowing testimonials. I think some of them are still on my website, like from years and years ago. Um I also like worked with, yeah, with friends, with yoga teachers I knew. And then um not necessarily for free, but maybe for like a friend's discount. And I ask them for a testimonial. When you're just getting started, you really have to reach out. Reach out to people. Ask them if they can give you a testimonial. Ask them if they have like a few minutes to record a feedback video with you, which you then use to write a testimonial. Always get people's approval, though. If you want to use their testimonial, that's really important. You can't just publish it with their name. Um, unless they've really approved that. When it's a social media screenshot and you're blacking out the name and picture, that's fine, right? So that's also very powerful. You can use that too when somebody left you a nice comment or DM'd you, use that, share that and share it on your sales page for your offer, share it on your social media. Social proof is essential to build trust. So people really trust you to give them the results that you are promising, right? Another thing that can really help you is sharing your own story. If you went through that transformation, if you went through that journey that you want to take people on, um, like from point A to point B, um, yeah, share your own story. You are your best testimonial, right? Share your own story. That's going to really help you build trust. And then case studies. We all love them. We all love like this before and after stories and pictures. It's not just like a testimonial. It isn't someone just saying, oh, um, in my case, Susanne, uh, she's so nice. That's lovely feedback. I mean, obviously, I like to hear that, but it's not going to help to convince someone to trust me, to trust in my abilities to really help them with their business, help them achieve um, like a success or something, right? For that, you need more. You need really a case study. You need someone who went through that. So that's how you build trust. And if you don't have that, right, um, it's going to be difficult for you to sell an offer. Another reason why people might not buy from you even though they love your free content is they are not in that mindset. They are simply browsing. So some people may consume your free content as a form of entertainment or education um, without any intention of ever making a purchase. This can happen when you put out a lot of for example, free yoga videos. If that's all you share, if all you share is free yoga videos, there are going to be a lot of people who love that, who love your free yoga videos. And um, yeah, but they would never buy something from you. They would never buy an online course or um, or if your premium offers a yoga teacher training, they might not be there yet. They might not be interested Never in, in their life to do a yoga teacher training. And that's fine, right? You're not going to be able to convince them and you shouldn't take it personal. But what you can do here, if you have an offer that you think might be really helpful for them, but you know, they stay stuck with your free videos, but you want them to, to have a deeper transformation, some, something, whatever it is, share different things, right? Start sharing things beside free yoga videos. Start sharing case studies. Start sharing your story. Start sharing your unique approach, how you do things, your methodology. Start talking about that. That's how you build trust and credibility and establish yourself as an expert. And it's so important. You know, I hear it all the time, but I put out free content all the time and still nobody buys. Yes, because you're putting out the wrong kind of content. You have to mix it up. There's nothing wrong with sharing free yoga videos, but it shouldn't be the only thing that you share. Okay, and the final um, reason why people might not purchase or might not buy from you is that they might prefer a different format. So some people prefer to consume content in a certain format, such as videos or podcasts, but your paid offering may only be available in a different format. And this can deter them from making a purchase, even if they enjoyed your free content. So let's say you do videos, right? So you have like yoga videos, and then you offer a book to buy or an ebook. Um That might just not be what someone is interested in. Here, I would then probably, doesn't mean that you can't sell that, but maybe then create some freebies that are closer to what your paid offer is, the same format, and see if people are interested in that, and then slowly start attracting people who are interested in that format, or change the format up. That's another option, of course. So, overall... Like to sum it up, it's important to keep in mind that people have different motivations and behaviors when it comes to making purchasing decisions. We all think it's like a very rational decision, right? So where you get like the most value, like for your bucks, But that's not true. We all make purchasing decisions on a very emotional level. And there are all kinds of things that play into it. And so the most important thing to remember, my friend, is to not take it personal. Never take it personal when somebody's not buying from you. They are in their own world. They might have their own reason. And that's 100% totally fine. So they have different motivations. And by understanding your audience and addressing their specific concerns and needs, You can increase your chances of converting them from free content to paying customers. Just like keep on sharing, keep on showing up, but also don't forget to listen and to work on really understanding your customers, your audience. What do they need? What are they searching for? What kind of content are they looking for? What are they engaging with most? Where are they asking questions? Where do they want to learn more? Experiment. Try it out. Keep notes, right? And, um, I promise there's no magic behind it. You can totally do this. It will, it's going to happen when you feel your sales are a little bit low right now. Don't worry about it. Just keep on showing up, right? Keep on sharing free content. Stay in your lane and um yeah, do some research as well to figure out what might work better. And then maybe do some small changes like the title, the messaging. Where can you add value, right? Where can you add more of your story, testimonials? All those things are going to help you to sell more so I hope this episode has been helpful it's a shorty right short and good I hope and um, yeah I talk to you soon bye for now